You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Hey, she's back this week too. Episode 331, Julia. Com- Julia. Julia returns. Returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was literally just in a bad mood and I didn't want to go. I have no good excuse. Yeah. There's a reason that we have had a podcast every week for six plus years and not missed a beat. And it's because even though sometimes we don't feel like doing it. Because I come even when I'm a bitch, which is every time. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) Brie really hates the Weezer cover of uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I think it sounds pretty close to the original, and I think, I think the original is a bad song too. But I agree. Somehow, so yeah, I, but you guys like Napoleon Dynamite. That is true. That is true. So somehow, like I, because Spotify I have a pure, pretty curated like list. Like I listen to a bunch of new stuff, and I like songs. I managed to like the entire Weezer Blue album. I don't actually like it. Like there's only a couple songs from the album. I think they did a good the, job the, with the ones that remade Africa. Yeah, fuck. and put it back on the Billboard charts. Like, <laughs> that song's so bad. But Weird Al's the lead singer of it, so yeah. But still, it doesn't matter. It's still a remake of Toto's Africa, like which is also a mediocre song. Mediocre. It's garbage. It's a grocery store song. <laughs> it's literally on in the grocery store. It's ridiculous. so is all the music I grew up with. That's true. You're old. Bree sends me these old song lists on like TikTok of like, hey, this is the top hits of 1994 and I can sing them That's all. That's not what it was. I sent you the, oh, I guess it was because it was because it was when I should have graduated as opposed to when I did graduate. The top hits it's of funny when you're at like the grocery store and you got a Black Sabbath song playing and you think to yourself, when they wrote this song, do you think they ever thought someday they're going to play my song at Walmart? No, because when they wrote that song and they were playing it on concert, that was the time frame when like... Ozzy Osbourne actually bit the head off of a freaking bat accidentally, by the way. It was supposed to be a fake bat. Turned out it wasn't. Back in the days when Elvis was hardcore. <laughs> yeah, Black Sabbath and, was and like And Dean Crosby was like music. the devil. Black Sabbath was like, play it backwards and it says Satan wants you to kill your parents or some bullshit. Now they played at Walmart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's in... Kids movies and music. Because <laughs> 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 um, Crazy Train, I've heard Crazy Train at Walmart. Before. Anyway, yeah, it's wild. That's not here. There. That's not Black Sabbath, though. Is that? That's just no. Crazy, that's right? Aussie, yeah. but yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's just Aussie. I don't think it was Black Sabbath days that he did Crazy Train. Yeah. I don't know though. What I don't know that much about music. I just know I like a lot of various music. So, um, it is uh, a no guest week. It is the last week of the month of September, twenty twenty two. Just crazy. God, September's almost over. I know. Like, and and not just September, but the year then, because that leaves three months for the year. Yeah. Well, because October is kind of what ushers in all of the final holidays of the year. It's got Halloween, then Thanksgiving, then Christmas, then New Year's. And yep. So to me, think, or Halloween kind of begins the holiday season. That's just because yeah, it's your birthday. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. Same. I don't know. I don't. No, it's just crazy how fast this year's gone. Yeah, it's gone really fast. See that fast. every year? 
I know, but they, they go faster and faster. The longer, you, the less long you have to live, the shorter the years become. <laughs> you could have just said the older you get, the shorter they yeah, are. I was trying to avoid that phrase. <laughs> well, you're old. Um, yeah, that's, uh, whatever. Um, I wanted to talk, well, we have a few things on here because you went to Texas. I did. Went so to Texas. we recorded, we do this occasionally when we have to leave or someone has to be gone. We record early and we recorded an episode early and, uh, Jeremy last week was in Tejas. I was in Texas. We did the deep sea fishing and it was amazing. It was so much fun. I would do that again in a heartbeat. So we went down to, it was, Close to Galveston is where is where we launched, and we went out. Uh, I don't know, probably. Well, it was about a half an hour ish on on a boat going pretty fast. So I don't know how many miles that is. Far enough that you could still see the land, but not like close to the shore. But we had a great time. We fished for um, shark. Believe it or not. Yeah, if you only drove out, rode out on the boat for like thirty minutes, you're probably ten to fifteen miles offshore. Yeah, something like that. Most so, most boats, even the big. Like commercial, like the the fishing boats, like you went on the like deep sea fishing boats, yeah. they don't go much more than thirty or forty. Well, and really, you don't have to because it it like tapers off. Yeah, yeah. Like, as soon as it drops, you're into the area. You don't you have to go fish. out that far. Um, but no, it was it was a lot of fun. And like I said, I, I would definitely go again. So that's where I was last week. Was in Texas. The crazy thing is, it was actually when I got there, it was cooler in Texas than it was here, temperature wise. Because it was still like a, ridiculous. It was still like 102 here, and it was like 91 there. However, you do have the humidity, which is significantly higher. But it's just weird that it temperature-wise, it was it's been cooler in Texas last month than it was here for most of the month. Yeah, we had some weird fucking giant heat waves. Welcome to climate change, folks. Well, now you got Hurricane Ian. Yep, heading to Florida on the back of Fiona. Um, which no one really talked about Fiona, which obliterated Puerto Rico again, just like Maria did five years ago. And in those five years, with all the funding that was shipped down there, because they did get tons of funding, they did nothing with it of use. <laughs> and they have all the same problems they had with Maria, which is busted infrastructure, no power, no water, flooding. Like, you'd think they would have figured something out in five years with all the money that was sent to them. And then, yeah, Fiona. And then I was talking to Bree. I was like, there's a big difference. So, like, uh, Fiona happens and we get, uh, we get Puerto Rico and everyone hears about it like the day it hits Puerto Rico and how bad it is in Puerto Rico. Ivan's set to hit like earlier last week. Like, I think Friday or Saturday, maybe, maybe it was even Thursday. Florida declared a state of emergency because yeah, they're Ivan's all evacuating, ex- evacuating everyone. I think it's supposed to show up tomorrow. It's supposed to make landfall today, Tuesday. Today? It's ravaging Cuba. Um, But it's like, (laughs) there's such a stark difference. pre-Puerto Rico, but oh, heaven forbid another one hits Florida. Puerto Rico's a foreign country or super far away. It's It's literally part part of of America. Like, they're American citizens. Yeah, but they can't vote. No, they get to vote. Their vote just doesn't count. So they get to vote. Taxation without representation. They they have a representative that doesn't get to vote. (laughs) Like I said, taxation without representation. It's just like the people of D.C. They get ran by Congress and they get taxed for all the fun shit you can do in D.C. And they don't don't actually get a representative. Yeah, it's uh, uh, poor Puerto Rico. I don't think they want to be a state, but maybe if they do, we should do it. 
I don't know. They could stay a territory and Doesn't still be able to, to vote. Doesn't change the song 50 Nifty United States. The fuck? That's what you're worried about? That's a song? We could just Bar- let Hawaii go. Oh, yeah. We learned it in sixth grade. Yeah. We could just let Hawaii we go back. We could just let Hawaii go back. They don't really want to be a state anyway. Yeah. We so, just like decided that they were going to be part they of us. get to be a state. No. To, to be fair, we've decided that about a lot of places. Guam. Pretty much all of them. The Philippines. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> well, Texas, Utah. Yeah. We just kind of took the Long land. To Mexico. We don't care. No, we're just going to... Uh, no flag, no country. At least man. they're contiguous. Like, we just took over <laughs> these random islands. In the... F- in like the fifties, they couldn't it? fight back. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the quite the fifties. Like we took over Hawaii pre World War Two, obviously. So. But it was like, oh, they're fresh. Yeah, they're, they're still the last fresh. State. Yeah, but not by much. I think they were the like a year after Alaska or something. I don't know. It wasn't anyway, that long ago? But this is a nice place to vacation. We own you. Yeah, <laughs> basically, you're ours now. It's what Japan did to Guam. This so, is a nice vacation spot. We own you. <laughs> it's. Starting to sort of get cold. I don't want to jinx it because fuck. No, it's supposed I to be really, a little bit warmer, and then it's going to be warm again next week. I really screwed the pooch, but but it's getting colder at night. Cooler. Like it's it's you know fifty mid yeah, fifties in the, the morning. The four thirty a.m. walks. You have to have oh, at least I have to have a jacket. Chris doesn't. I don't. I still I wear don't. shorts and a t-shirt. Well, it's supposed to be still within the lower eighties the rest of this week, but next week in the higher seventies. So. At least we're not in the hundreds, right? I mean, it is coming down. Well, and the thing is, because of the desert landscape, we cool down a lot at yeah, night. Yeah, pretty significantly when the sun goes down. So your bees, you Be- got to yep. start winterizing them or thinking about that? Well, so I'm harvesting this weekend. So this weekend I'm doing a harvest. Um, that's when I'll see how much to take. If, if I can split it up to two, which I, I usually try to, uh, so do one now and then one in about a month and then at that time at the november one it's all dependent on the weather but that november one kind of take what's left and then that's when i'll winterize it close it up um but yeah harvesting plug, this plug weekend. up a couple holes make it so that they winterize themselves get yeah. all in a, in a bee ball and shit outside and come big back bee in. balls <laughs> you started it you have to call the episode I, that now. I don't. Yes, I don't. Do. And when the you rules. when you dictate what I call the episode, you almost I, always call it when I say. That's do. not true. <laughs> Pretty dang close. I didn't write it down. It's not happening. <laughs> um, Jupiter's rising. Like it's the closest today. Well, yesterday. I think last you can night. see it's like moons so, right now. If you have like a little su- telescope, supposedly you see it with binoculars. If you have binoculars, binoculars oh you yeah, can good see. binoculars. So we, when we were in Texas, we saw it. Like. When we were out on the Gulf, because there's not a, as much light where mm-hmm. we were. And you're much more equatorial, And too. it's like, wow, what? At first, it was like, is that a satellite? You know, the whole, is that a satellite? What is that? But then the second night, when it was still there, we're like, no, that's got to be. So uh, one of us pulled up. Pulled, yeah, one of us pulled up the app. and Oh, that's Jupiter. I bet you can see it it's, with your eye. It's the closest it has been in 57? 57 years. Yeah. And because it's... um right across from the sun right now it's the brightest that oh, yeah. it's been and it won't it won't be in this position again for like over a hundred years and the sun it won't be right across from it so like this is kind of a once in a lifetime primo, well, not just even a lifetime but like really like once, once in a century in, yeah thing. primo viewing time it's pretty cool because you can see it with the naked eye like yeah you can see it. it's brighter than anything else in the sky at night uh and do you take out a good pair of binoculars or even a shitty telescope and you can you can see they say oh. you could even see the stripes on it yeah it is pretty cool 
Yeah. So really, uh, oh, and there was another really cool space event that happened uh, last night slash this morning. Um, <laughs> they uh, crashed a uh, probe oh, yeah. into a satellite into an asteroid, into an asteroid um, to that? try and knock it off course. Just What's to the, see if we can. The movie Armageddon. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Well, try, there trying. was no <laughs> drilling. Nobody landed. But that is one of the theories for dealing with objects that are going to come near Earth. Yeah. That might potentially impact us because we all know one way dinosaurs died was a giant meteor. Um, and so if that ever actually presents itself as a problem to us, like we have to figure out how to, you know, redirect it. So that's what this was an attempt to, to do. It's a pretty impressive feat. Like you think about it, like they landed this. Well, they didn't land. They crashed, crashed. this thing into a meteor that was roughly 500 feet wide. Um, which seems like a lot, but when you're hurtling Shh, through space, it into space, so you basically it's gonna get pretty small after a while. You're isn't basically it? trying to land something probably the size of like a Volkswagen Bug on something 500 feet wide that's hurtling through space, like hundreds of thousands, while if you not hurtle through space, geez. millions of miles away, hurtling through Plain space tag. at thousands of miles an hour. That's some real math right there. Yeah. Well, and, plus we're spinning. Like it's not right. like. Well, we're that's why all the first, that's why like all the launchings and stuff didn't work the first time, right? Cause they forgot that the earth was also spinning. The earth's flat. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I know it just goes up really fast. And, uh, that's so, how gravity works for the flat earthers. The earth just goes up really, really fast and keeps you pinned down. That's not even what, that's not gravity. That's not what keeps That's you... what the flat earthers believe. There's no such thing as gravity. Gravi- the flat Earth is just going up really fast. I don't believe in any of that shit. Gravity has nothing to do with the shape of the Earth. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah, but people are stupid. They think that the centrifugal well, force of the Earth spinning would keep you held down, but that's not what gravity is. Gravity is the physical force that attracts two objects. I'm just passing objects. along the information that they like to spread. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just cool shit. Like really cool. And I saw the video of yeah. it like coming closer and closer and closer, and you got. Really good imagery of the asteroid it was going to impact. Now, they won't know for a while if they've actually pushed it off of its orbit and and uh, realigned the trajectory. And wouldn't it be fucked up if, like, that incident created a near-Earth object yeah. because it, like, ran into something that pushed off its orbit that and That would suck. Us. It hits a meteor twice as big, which hits another meteor, which, like, shoots. Or just its gravitational pull pulls something sucked else. Into, yeah. I'm sure they thought about that before they did it. They think about a lot of shit. Uh, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I saw that video today. But that pretty, pretty, pretty cool. damn cool to be living in a time where we're doing that kind of shit. Unfortunately, though, talking about Ivan, that also further delays Artemis, which is the manned missions to the moon that are that they're trying to do again. Um, they've had some really nasty problems with the fuel link, with a hydrogen fuel link. Which, by the way, my uh, uncle's part of that project. Oh, really? Well, we cool. were in, so Uncle Bob. Yep. So he retired. Air quotes here. He retired from NASA. He worked for NASA for thirty-seven plus years, and he's retired. He's his wife semi-retired, but he's still a consultant. Uh, and he's a payload specialist, mm-hmm. meaning he helps identify what all goes on. What can rocket, go on yeah. at the weights, the distribution, just th- that whole thing is what he's he's part of. So while we were in Texas, he did have one day that he had to take like a two hour break, and he was on a call. But it was all about that stuff. So that's so cool. cool. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, and I, so anyway, because of the hurricane, they've got to pull a rocket down. They've got to put it in a place that it's not going to get fucked up by the hurricane. So. 
Anyway, yeah, interesting stuff. We live in interesting times. Um, you know, on the other side of the world, uh, there's one country beating the shit out of another country, which is something America knows started, a lot about. We do a lot of that. Russia just started, like, drafting everyone, and they're all trying to, all the yeah. men are trying to flee the country. Well, now so it's illegal to flee, and in Russia, women, women are also. Yeah. I couldn't find a whole lot of it's info on the actual draft itself. It's just what people have to say about it. I'm like, I just want to see this so, info. Most, most well, not it, all, but most European countries have a mandatory it's not, it's not a draft, but when you turn 18, 19, you have it's to. It's a con, some sort of a conscription, but yeah, it's not you, you have to yeah. put in two years. You're on hold it's just mani- in case. No, it's mandatory, mandatory. service. Like yep. when you're in Israel, I think when you're 15, you serve for four years in the military. Everybody does. And, and Russia's the same way. There's so. a lot of countries. So Russia, uh, they are conscripting. So the idea is they're going to conscript what they announced was conscript, conscripting 300,000 men between certain ages that have military experience. Which is bullshit because they don't give a fuck what experience people really have. They're doing what they've always done. They did this in World War One. They did it in World War Two. I think they did it when They're they went to war with Finland. For fodder. They take a whole bunch of untrained, um, really fresh people. They send them to the front lines. They let them die and they don't give a shit. And Russia has done that in its entire history, not just the... They're the, just meat shields. Yeah, and it's not just... It's weird, because it's not just the Putin regime. It's not it's just socialism. Been, yeah. It's been that way since they were like... hundred years. Yeah, ran by no kings sense. and feudal lords and czars. Well, it the does same make shit. sense, because while they do that, then the people who are trained go back... They regroup. regroup, they still, make I plans, I still don't like that. and then they go to it. Well, no, it's yeah. not the, but it's you, good. I don't like the whole, like, I'm just going to go sacrifice this However, group. you live in an independent state called America. They live in an authoritarian yeah. slash socialist state. There's huge state. protests, though, which says something. The, you know, the people are like, mm. Heck no, I'm, yeah. Which I don't know how successful. If, if somebody sent me out as a Russian and I didn't want to fight. If and someone they sent, sent me out, out as a Russian. I would just go to the other side. I would well, like surrender and say I'll hey can i come with you guys to talk about the protests like you think about protests in the u.s like big protests in the u.s are thousands and thousands and thousands of people and some may get arrested if the protests turn violent and riotous but for the most part they're peaceful or if you're black yeah and things don't happen um yeah if you're brown like it's the, not even just like black. the huge riots in salt lake a couple years ago yeah that was like a mm-hmm. city block of people yeah. but it was <laughs> the like brighton the black man had to go help with the riots so so but in russia like they don't they don't have free speech that shit's not allowed and when you go protest in russia you are likely going to be imprisoned for a very long time and in the case of these anti-war protesters uh they're oftentimes Imprisoning them and then conscripting them and sending them out to fight. Or they're killing The one them. thing they don't want to do. Yeah. So but, the people yeah. that are choosing to protest, and it's interesting when we get to see some of that uh, come out because the media in Russia is very locked down. And the fact that we have fucking put all these sanctions on it, you have like satellite companies that won't broadcast Russian TV anymore, anywhere. So we don't actually know what the Russians are seeing. But people that do go protest in Russia are super, super convicted because they're, they're gonna probably be in a lot of trouble. Like they're basically throwing their lives away in a sense. Uh, a lot of them. So it's an interesting situation. I don't know. This isn't a rant, <laughs> a political show about that. So I don't know. But world, it's still important. World news, but yeah, it is important. Well, we don't have a guest, so I'm just kind of talking. <laughs> oh, we don't? <laughs> um, it's month end. 
Oh, yeah. I was looking at the wrong did, week on the... Did you want to give an update on the windows? <laughs> I just was going to say, so our windows, I think I mentioned that our windows are finally all repaired and stuff. Yes. But we've been watching for our neighbors at night because I didn't want to just go over there by myself. Not that I'm scared of them, but I just, I don't know, just didn't feel like I wanted to do that. And so, like, we've been watching and watching and watching for them. Well, today... um, Chris had a little break in the afternoon and he came down to, to do lunch or so. I can't remember what you came down for. You were in the kitchen. I was making lunch. Okay. So it was lunch. So he was in the kitchen and, um, I was waiting for my boss to call me back and we were talking and I just happened to like think about it and I went and their cars were there. So he's like, well, I've got 20 minutes till my conference call. So he left his food cooking and we took the bills over there, but it's just so weird. Cause like they don't talk. So like, we explain like, this is how much this cost. Here's this. This is how much this cost. Like we got only had one pane repair. This is the cheapest we could get it. Like here's the, you know, and then it's like here. Yes. Take like we're look, Chris is looking at him. It's like, take, take them. Take the bills. So like think you'll get paid. I <laughs> realistically. I mean, maybe they're really nice people. Every interaction I've had with yeah. them has been really nice, but it's one of those things like, you know, here's here's a $1,000 bill roughly. Um, let me know how you're going to pay us. Cause you, you I mean, I would, I would appreciate it if they at least tried. And they probably Something will. Something would be nice. They'll yeah. bring you a pet of cookies. Uh, I don't think I would eat anything that came out of that house. <laughs> like I said, they're really nice people. They have boards and individual room like swamp coolers in most of their windows in the front. Um, they're the weed neighbors, the ones that have the weeds that are as tall as a person until mm-hmm. someone calls the city. Different home. kind of weed neighbors. Yeah. Like don't take care of their yard, which I don't give a shit. If you don't want a yard and you just want it to be a dirt pile, that's fine. But you've got to cut the weeds. At least mow the weeds down. Yeah. And they do like once a year. So the nice thing with the drought is they don't really have to do it much more than once. Um, and usually probably it's because they have a fine, but whatever. So anyway, windows are fixed. Door's fixed. Speaking uh, of that, uh, Riverton's water's off. I know we, we briefly talked about it. So it's a month early, but it's there's no water. So yeah, it's yeah. shut down. So That should have been shut down in June, in my opinion. Yep, it should have been shut or, down to the residents so that the farms could keep it for longer. Yeah, I mean, think about it. If, if secondary water was not being delivered to the residents and they had to use culinary water, they probably would have used culinary water and they probably would have seen their bills after three months and shit their pants because... It's so annoying when we're out walking and people are still watering. It's like October is next week. Like it's fall. Like why are you still trying to keep your grass green? Well, still, and still worry about. Daily. Oh yeah, I've got well, I've got neighbors that are still well, not anymore. Watering six days a week. That's insane. For like twenty thirty minutes every zone. And to be fair, Utah Salt Lake in particular did a really good job and beat estimates on what we could save. So that's a. I'd I mean, like to think we contributed to that. I guarantee <laughs> we did. We'll probably still next year get a water thing that says, "Hey, you used more water than most year." And I'm like, "Fuck you, we did," because my lawns are dead. I did not water the front yard. We did all fucking summer. We did really well at cutting way, way back. The gardens were our priority. We watered the lawn enough to keep it alive, yeah, but I watered the back. Like, ended we up kept being it, like one. We kept day. it alive enough to so that Phoebe wouldn't like destroy it. Right. But the front yard, like, there's nobody. The front there, yard's so. dead. And dead, we're dead. in the process of tearing out our park strips, which I've actually noticed. 
probably half my neighbors are oh, doing yeah. the same thing. Uh, we noticed that too. A lot, a lot of people of are doing that. So I think we're going to do that next year when we do the sprinklers. Yeah, because I have to redo the whole sprinkler system to fix it. So, so I'm going to tear that out and not even mess I'm going to tear it out. I've considered tearing out the front yard and putting down an AstroTurf. <laughs> I've got a couple neighbors that have done that. I'm really not kidding. Really bad. I don't even know that I care. I that I want grass. That's because they probably did it themselves. I would like rock or something. It looks like the plastic stuff you get at Lowe's. Not like so. Do clover or something? You don't have to cut it. You do have to cut it. Well, you not as much, right? Not as often. Yeah, Yeah. and it takes less water. Um, that's actually probably what I'm going to try. Uh, we actually got ordered bag. some clover. I've got a bag of clover seed that I was going to plant. Um, probably. So people should be doing that. Well, they have, uh, I know we talked about it before, but if you go on the Utah agricultural, it's through Utah State, they have a list of stuff that you can plant instead of grass. Yes. That well, is, and there's certain grasses that you can plant that. They've developed a blend specifically uh-huh, for, Utah for the salt. That uses less. Yeah. Not just Utah, Salt Lake Valley. Yeah. So that it uses less water, it stays green, you don't have to cut it as often. And it's just a grass blend that they developed specifically for Salt Lake County. So I, I still worry about like Farmer Luke, who's got multiple spots, but that's how he waters. He doesn't have the option for culinary water. Yeah, Second that's why they should have turned off secondary it. water to resident residential areas which I, I forever ago i don't know if they i don't know if they have that capability or if it's more like a they may not on or off because it all goes to the canals so yeah, i don't know they may I, not they i don't may not. i kind of don't think that there's a way for them to turn it off however maybe they should develop one first of the year they did i mean first of the season they come out and they said please don't want as much you know and people don't pay attention though i would say Probably half, I, I would say probably about half the people in my neighborhood did back way off and our lawns all look like garbage, but whatever. Everybody's does. But you got those three or four houses that are like bright green. Yeah. When I see those bright green pristine <laughs> lawns, I'm like, you're a fuck. You have been watering your lawn. And like when we go on our walks in the morning, we know which houses water their lawn every fucking day. Well, so Riverton Hospital, I know you guys aren't that way that often. Their, their entire lawn deader than dead because they should be. They didn't want it all, which no, is good. Nothing drives like, me more fucking bat shit crazy than when I see businesses watering fucking park strips at two in the afternoon. It's just grass, guys. It's just grass. Well, and like Make it not Hospital, catch fire, but save it for the gardens and stuff. acres mm-hmm. of grass that mm-hmm. they well, just and die. Especially those that, that water their park strips because very seldom do they have a sprinkler that is just watering the park strip. It's almost always watering the gutter, the street, the sidewalk. My apartment complex, they, they, uh, sprinkler the, the entryway and the stairs <laughs> and the cement and literally it goes everywhere except the grass and you have to run through the sprinklers to get through. It's a great time. Yeah. So Every anyway, day. water's Every off day. though. So that is the end for our water in Riverton. Yeah. Well, unless you can drink water through culinary water. Yeah. Do you still collect rain? I mean, there hasn't been rain in like three years. But. So when we redid the roof last year, I took the barrels out because they redid all of that. And I haven't reset it back up. But I used to. For quite a few years, I did. And that's what I wanted my garden with. Yeah, I've, And the chickens sometimes. I've actually considered collecting rain um, off of the roof line myself because I think it's a... Like really, good one rain good rain. rainstorm would fill that and add a, the big 50-gallon. Mm-hmm. That's actually what's in my chicken coop now that waters the chickens is, that, is same, that, that same drum barrel that I used to have. But you'd get one good rainstorm. That would fill that thing up so fast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then we would just take it and we would – we I had, it had a spat on it. We'd fill our little, wa- the little watering can and water all the individual plants with it. I, we did that for years and years and years. Yeah. Like I don't see why I, <coughs> I couldn't get the same benefit, so – 
Anyway, that's been some uh, some water <laughs> conservation talk uh, and bitching and ranting uh, from the New Utah podcast. Um, I do want to remind everyone um, it is haunt season. We gave a huge list of Halloween places last week, uh, and I would encourage you all to go visit them. Um, They're all in full swing now. Yeah, they are, 100%. It's October's here by the end of this week, and uh, they are 100% doing Support them for stuff. a number of them. This is their income for the entire year. Yep. Yeah, and they've struggled quite a bit for the last two years with COVID. 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 So I mean, they're all wearing masks anyway, but yeah. COVID's over, folks. Yeah, but it doesn't mean people... No, well, that first... Go. The first year, they didn't really do it at all. We like, should do that for our next adventure. We what? should go to like the Haunted Forest or something. No, again... We talked about it. It wouldn't be till the end. They told me no because it wouldn't be till the end. (laughs) And even though we... Well, we should go do it anyway for fun. Even though we've done things that that you can only do seasonally, they kiboshed it. Like literally what we went to this week? Because they're super patriarchy. It is true. I'm the man. So what I say goes and stuff. No, yes, I, exactly. We have you. gone to haunted houses as a podcast before. Yep. Went to the asylum. Well, we need to do one other one because I didn't get to go. Oh, well, that's on you. That's what, what you're you talking about. I wasn't part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was in like high school or middle school. Um, oh, I did want to talk to you about my neighbor's Halloween decorations because those are all starting to. Dude, we've only up. been doing this for six years. You are not in middle school. Our our neighbor, our neighbor, um, a couple streets down. That has done a ton of great work to the front of their house. They put this huge porch in. They zero scaped the front yard and they have a ton of Halloween decorations. It's so freaking Like they cute. have a giant, like a couple of giant inflatables that look pretty good. They like took a, a liquor bottle and they've like stuck it to the table somehow. So they clearly like put something in it that's just liquor colored. But like this morning when we walked, yesterday when we walked by, they had them in like a place where they park their trailer. They must have needed to move it or something, they, but they moved it over and they put Bud Light cans so, in their hands. What, yeah, but what Bree's not describing is there's a table oh, with sorry, a stripper with pole with ah. a stripper pole up through the center of it and a skeleton stripper and then two other skeletons sitting at the table watching the So what it is stripper. is it's not like meant to be a stripper pole. It's one of those wrought iron tables that's meant to have like an umbrella, yeah. but oh. instead of the umbrella, they've got a skeleton, skeleton wrapped on. around it. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a stripper pole. They though. have done Strippers. an amazing job with their front yard i don't know why i guess like the levecs are doing this too like i am not a sit out in my front yard and talk to the neighbors kind of person like i want my patio and my furniture in the backyard but like my mom has chairs in the front yard the levecs are putting a patio anyway these guys have like a full-on deck with like really nice sofa and like couches and like in the front yard growing up if you remember had that deck out front they used to sit out front yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, what's Jonathan got planned for Halloween this year? He's always big into it. Elvis. He's doing Elvis. The the eagle, the white jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. Eagle. And Chops and the aviators. The... Yeah, he's got the glasses, the boots. Chris is going to be out of town, so I'm not dressing up. build anything fun? I'll be back for the actual Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I know that our, our big monster that we do in the front yard, every year they add to it. and then I we've know got... Brighton wants to pre-order enough um, dry ice to fill the whole yard oh, yeah, with because we didn't stuff. ran out last year because you wait. Well, it's not like you can store dry ice very well. So if you get it the day of, it runs out pretty quick. But we have our cemetery. We always we always add to it, so we'll be working on that. They don't buy a bunch of dry ice and stick it in your freezer and think it's going to last because it'll it, evaporate in the just, freezer. Yeah, it just doesn't last. 
So you, you really have to, have to pre-order it and have it ready to pick Or you up. have to have a freezer capable of storing at temperatures for dry Which ice. Which I don't think most people have. No, no. That's why they're in special freezers. Yeah. Because <laughs> it does, as soon as it starts to warm up, it evaporates. It's like, that is a cool chemistry thing that it's frozen CO2 that just evaporates as it hits a certain temperature, which is really cold. Yeah. Like, yeah, lower than, yeah, because exactly, you get it, you put, oh, put it in the freezer, it'll be fine. Come back to three days later. Ish, it's gone. just gone. Because, because it's, you're wasting either. it at that point. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing that I'm talking about. Like, it goes from a solid to, to a, a gas. gas. And there's no liquid in between, which is a really cool thing. It's a really interesting chemical. So, so the colloid is that what it's called? No, yeah, I don't no, know. that one's Jello. Never mind. I don't fucking so know. Jello's a colloid. Don's uh, in Don's old neighborhood that he grew up in in Bountiful. Uh, their neighbors that they were really close to uh, would dress up every year the the mom as a witch. And they'd have like donuts and they'd have a cauldron, but they'd literally open their front door and put like leaves in their house and let kids come in and get stuff. But she'd always have like the dry ice and she'd yeah. serve you, you know, the punch or cider or whatever. Do they still do that now? In our, in I don't think so because, uh, one of them, they're, are they both dead or just one of them? One of Was them that died. Stuart? Stuart died. Uh, did, did something happened with Bonnie too? Bonnie died. Yeah, I think they're both dead. Actually, oh, that was Stuart and Bonnie. Yeah, yeah. They if Stuart's dead. not dead, he's in a he's in a home now. I'm pretty sure he's dead. I'm pretty sure he died. Yeah, I know Bonnie died. He was the one that got in the golf cart accident or the razor accident with his Grandpa. <laughs> yes. Where mm. <laughs> they were, all these old men were driving around and they didn't have their glasses and they tipped it over or something. They rolled a razor, <laughs> like landed on one of none the of other them, old guys. None of them should be driving, <laughs> like they're like in their eighties. Like, yeesh. well, I mean, I think Eldon's okay to drive, but like that's not who was driving. I wouldn't get in a fucking car with him. I, I, I don't know. We'll do our usual, our fire pit and our hot chocolate and donuts. So since Halloween is on a Monday, are you just doing it Monday night? Yeah. yeah, the only time you do it at a weird time is if it's on Sunday because no. you're in Utah. You don't. Fu- Please, I don't. still do it on Sunday. But... Do you guys go out there on Sundays if it's a mm-hmm. if it's a? They did last time. Do you go out there on Saturday and Sunday if it's no. a Sunday Halloween? We they have candy at the door in case someone comes and knocks, but Saturday. we're not sitting out there unless it's Sunday. I'm an asshole. If Halloween's on a Sunday and you knock on my door on a Saturday, I won't answer it. Go fuck off. I'll turn my lights off so you don't. But it doesn't matter anyway because kids don't come to my house. It's so weird because there's so even, many kids in this cult. Even, we have so many kids in this circle and people don't and come I down our street. Maybe you're mean. Tons of candy. No, literally, people do not even come down the street. They yeah. all probably just go down to their grandparents' houses. Or and I'm pretty sure it. the kids in the cul-de-sac like go to a different neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I took our girls up to like you know up in like Federal Heights and stuff. We, we have we have we have in the past we've had people who used to live in our neighborhood. Would come back because they, yeah, like bring all their kids and they'd come back to the neighborhood, even though they didn't live there anymore. So, well, we bought candy this year, so if we're here, we'll have it, but if not, we'll just bring it to your house. Okay, uh, y'all are just making holiday plans over podcast. <laughs> it's fine, whatever, it's our show. Uh, we're gonna move on now, though. We're gonna talk about uh, something very about our adventure, very German, um, <laughs> but also very Utah. Utah has a um. Uh, a very interesting love affair with Oktoberfest. Yeah, we have an abundance of Oktoberfests. A lot of them. I don't know where it stems from entirely other than just the number of German people that are here. Well, uh, and, and I'm, I was surprised. Cute little German neighbor. When I talked to Jeff, my boss, because he was 
I, I just thought this was a known thing and I've got to remember, like you can't assume, but he just thought the Oktoberfest was nothing but beer and like he shouldn't bring his kids. And I I'm thought like, it was going to no. be a Halloween festival. I'll be totally honest. I had no idea what it was going there. I was like, what the hell is no, this? It's not OCT fest. It's okay. Yeah. Which so is the German I thought they were just being edgy with it. No, that's no, the German spelling. That's the German spelling. Well, so, so I know that now. So but. I've, got the, I've got the German history and I've got the Utah snowbird history. Okay. Yeah, so let's start with the German history. Okay. So this is where it comes from. Okay. So Oktoberfest, the first Oktoberfest was hold, held October 12th, 1810 in Munich, Germany. To celebrate the marriage of Bavaria's Crown Prince Ludwig to, Prince, Ludwig. to Princess Theresa Charlotte Louise of Saxony Hildbergenhausen. Good job. It was Good a win. <laughs> So basically, the king gets married. So, uh, it's a huge. They have a good party. It's a huge festival. So that's how it started. Um, and it went for, the first one went for five days and it was beer and racehorses, music, dancing, all that fun stuff. A festival. The following year, the people of Munich decided that was so much fun. We'll do it again. Um, it's just like an anniversary party now. So kind of, every year they just kept doing it and it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's kind of where it began. But then it, it, it grew throughout Germany and obviously now throughout I just the want world. to know why we always do it in September. Oh, oh well, let's see. So the first Oktoberfest was the the year after the aerial tram first started in Snowbird. Yeah. So Snowbird... Snowbird was, uh, 1972 was the first one yep. when, uh, the Bavarian, the Bavarian band leader Horst Fidel rode the tram at the new, at the, at that time, the new resort. And they were actually playing German music in the background. And he thought, wow, this is really awesome. We should do an Oktoberfest. And so I made the suggestion and it just kind of happened. Yeah. So, yeah, one, so, and one thing that's, I mean, why not? Utah loves doing one thing that's things. interesting when you, Ride something like the tram, which you should totally do if you go to Snowbird and have never done it. Um, you know, people don't realize this, but Germany has a fair number of mountains, especially when you get down into yeah. uh, Bavaria and stuff down in the southern parts of Germany. Like, Matter- Matterhorn being the most famous. Yeah. And they have, those are like the Swiss Alps, basically, right? That's, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, uh, yeah, they're beautiful mountains down there. They also have the only castles that are still intact because their shit because didn't get... Because they didn't get bombed. Their shit didn't get <laughs> bombed didn't during get World bombed. War II. When you're the one doing wow. the bombing. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> the English countryside, full of German bombs. So, 1974, Dick Bass bought the resort. At that time, he, he actually hired professional entertainers from Germany and around the U.S. Uh, and from then on, it's taken off. Uh, they say most years, this Snowbird has an average of 50,000 attendees. Over the course of the month or so that yeah, they do it. For the month that they do it. Um, an average, uh, of 50,000 people, an average of 14,451 bratwurts sold over the seven weekends. Seven point, uh, or 7,567 gallons of beer consumed. Mm. 1,700 slices of apple strudel served. <laughs> Why don't you guys ate one of those as a family? A and family Ju- and Julia one. ate like a third of one. Because it wasn't sweet enough for her. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, no, I, lo- I just read it wrong. I just thought it was going to be streusel, not strudel. And so I was just disappointed. I've tried strudel before. It's okay. We'll talk about the food in a yeah. little bit. Uh, 2,500 herbed spatzels served. And that's at, that's at the Utah Oktoberfest. So, uh, let's jump back to the Oktoberfest. So 
for the Oktoberfest still to this day, uh, the big six breweries are the ones who, who sponsor it. And I can't say the names. All the, all the German breweries, you mean? Yeah. August Steiner, Polliner. I'm, I'm sure I'm mm. slaughtering it. It was a Polliner, uh, that we, the, it. That was the beer name. Yeah. That you guys had there. Batten, Friends, and Canner. Anyway, I'm, I'm just. It's German beer companies. Yeah. So there's six main German beer companies. Each one of them, uh, provides a tent, which I say tent. I use that word lightly. Um, that each tent holds about 6,000 mm-hmm. people. So the the German one has a little less singing and dancing, but a whole lot more beer drinking than what ours does. Um, they say that their their Oktoberfest, so that this is current numbers, they average two million gallons of beer. That's fucking wild. <laughs> That's so wild for Oktoberfest. So the opening ceremony ceremonies of Oktoberfest, they do a twenty one gun salute, and then the mayor of Munich uh, taps the first keg. And he tries to do it with as few hits as possible because that's typically the headlines for the next day of how many hits it took him. <laughs> 512. To, to get the keg in. Um, they say uh, the average Munich Oktoberfest draws more than 6 million people each year. So that's not bad. That's only, uh, you know, what, half a million gallons per million people? That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> that's a lot. Somewhere in there. Um, it's even less than that. It's not bad. They have parades. Um, all of all of the breweries have a a float. They don't call it a float. They call it something else. But basically, a float that goes to the parade. Uh, the big wagons with the beer. Um, let's see. That's all great because we have none of that. Yeah, none of that part of it. <laughs> so also, traditional Bavarian souvenirs are part of Oktoberfest. The felt hats, beer mugs. And gingerbread hearts are the most traditional. So they give out, I guess, gingerbread cookie hearts. Is, I don't know. Yeah, they were too big to fit in my backpack. I wanted one, thing. though. I didn't even see them. I don't know what the fuck you I were saw them. About. So then, uh, the closing ceremony, the, the gun salute, and then the mayor taps the beer keg and closes it for the season. Or not taps, or removes a tap. No, closes it, like puts it back in, like the, not, not the tap, but like the cork thingy. The, yeah, the cork thing. So he, he closes the keg back up mm-hmm. ceremoniously. Ceremonious keg. So um, that's all the German one. So, <laughs> so let's, let's talk about ours. Let's, let's talk see. about ours. So specifically, we spent time at the Snowbird Oktoberfest, and this was the 50th anniversary for it. Like we said, 1972 was the first one, uh, and they've been doing them every year since. Um they're not the only ones that do an Oktoberfest. There are, most of the mountain resorts actually do something at least one weekend. Park City does um, one. We just happened to miss it. Par- Park City does one for uh, one weekend up at the canyons. Uh, Snow Basin. Snow Basin does, does one, one. That was just, that we just missed as well. Um, and there's actually, I think, a couple groups, like I think Fourth West, um, down yeah. by, um, Mountain West Cidery. Uh, they do a, uh, they do Fourth West Fest. They don't really do October Fest, but I think they might have done it. I think Heber has does one. one. Yeah. And then there's another one like more Moabby. I don't know. But Snowbird ones run, runs one basically all, all of September. And I think through the first week first or, or two sec- of yeah, October. October. I think you're right. Yeah. I can't remember the dates now that we've it's, decided. It typically, to according to the research, it typically does seven weekends. Yeah. So the first, that, yeah. So and I think we are like right in the middle ish. Yep. Yeah. So you should have a couple more weeks if you want to go up there. Um, I do want to talk about our experience there. Um, I want to get, first, I want to get Julia's thought. Was this your first Oktoberfest, right? 
Yeah, like I said, I thought it was going to be like... And how old are you for the listening audience? This is important. I'm 22. Okay, and what were your thoughts on it? She's almost 23, though. Also, Julia is a non-drinker. I just want to put that out there. Now, let's I'm a non-beer drinker, so... I, I, know. I thought it was going to be drinking and then looking at a bunch of, like, jack-o'-lanterns or something. I had no idea what it was. I'd never even... I knew that it was Oktoberfest, and I knew it had something to do with beer. That's all I knew. And well, well, how would you rate your experience? Um, like a six out of ten. Okay. Okay. It was fun. And what can you what can you tell people about going? What to expect? Uh, there's gonna be a lot of vending. Most of it's just gonna be kind of garbage vendors, is what I call them. Oh, it's just kind of random stuff. You don't that has nothing to do with the event. But uh, like there's lots of food options there. Um. It's it's more of something you would just go with some friends and then like hang out at a bench and hang and eat pretzels and talk kind of thing. Well, some of the stuff that we didn't do that that we have done in the past is you can partake of snowbirds stuff yeah. while Co- you're up there. Correct, but I I wanted to get her impression because right. we did not do all that. No, this, this yeah, we just around. did the vending and we yeah. got food and then we went home. We just yeah. did the free stuff slash what you had to pay for food food drink wise, but like you get into Oktoberfest for free. We'll talk about the other stuff Snowbird offers before we're done, I think. I want to talk specifically about Oktoberfest because all that other stuff, while available, is not part of Oktoberfest. And I think that is part of why Snowbird continues, by the way, doing Oktoberfest is it gets people up to the resort that maybe don't go. If you work Oktoberfest, you get a free Snowbird pass for the whole next year. Yeah, maybe people don't don't go during the summer or the fall like you can go up to snowbird oh, yeah when it's not and this is a good time to drive up the canyon by the way because it's really oh, it's the starting they're turning, just starting yep. to change and the, the hotels at snowbird are open year round and yeah and they're cheaper way yeah, cheaper during this season. time of year and although they're not cheaper during Oktoberfest. yeah because people get really drunken and stay in them um so Did jeremy you have a drunk shuttle jeremy your thoughts so I, I have been to Oktoberfest before. I've been to a couple Oktoberfests. I thought this one, I thought it was well run. Um, it's a little on the smaller side. Uh, the last one I went to was probably three years ago was the Park City one, which is significantly bigger. However, because it's a one weekend event and, and it engulfs like half a main street mm-hmm. and part. So they just have more room. So, so the, the park city one was bigger, but I thought this one was well run. I thought it was well organized. I would say parking's tough. That's not Oktoberfest's fault. Snowbird just does not have a whole lot of parking, which is why they're putting in park the, at the bottom, the take the shuttle to the yeah, top, you can take the shuttle to the top. But I thought, it, I thought it was great. Uh, while we were there, the entertainment was great. The guys, the band, they were interactive and they had, people going and the ziggy ziggies and the so that was fun the food was okay the food i would say is kind of it was very cafeteria like like when you go to school and then they give you the cinco de mayo stuff do me a favor read how many bratwurst they do a year for oh for for snowbird five uh fourteen thousand four hundred fifty one how much strudel 1,700 slices. How much, uh, spetzel? 2,500. Do you have any other food counts there? No, just the, and these are just the big ones. Yeah. So just, just keep that in mind. Yeah. When you're, when you are making food for that many yeah. thousands of people, 14,000. It's problems. more to have the cultural experience than to have fine dining. And the interesting thing is, like, if you look at when people go through and they eat, they're eating bratwursts or spetzel. They're not usually getting both. 
And so you're now, okay, 14,000 people having this, another 17, you know, this. Like it is, it's a lot yeah. of food. <laughs> so it, uh, the food was, the food was okay. It was, uh, the problem is. The food I had was good. The, the, the problem I have is I really like, uh, oh, what's it called? Is that blood? Bohemian. The, Bohemian. And once you've had German food from the Bohemian, you're or sp- from Germans, <laughs> you're spoiled. <laughs> it was good. I've been considering, yes, it's cafeteria, cafeteria style, but they don't have a choice when you're serving that many people. Um, I had the, what did I have? The pork. You had pork schnitzel. Schnitzel. It was good. I liked it. The, the pickles were good. The homemade, um, Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut was good. The potatoes were good. I got news for you. That ain't homemade, buddy. Well, the <laughs> they got that shit out of a bag and warmed it up. That ain't homemade. It was good though. Um. Anyway, overall, I thought it was good. And then, of course, the beer, the the beer was the beer was great. It's nice because you can actually walk around with it, which is not a lot of Utah events where you can actually walk around with a with a beer. You usually, have to stay in a playpen. What about you, Bree, as a non drinker who's been to Oktoberfest before? Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of wouldn't, I wouldn't go if I was going with other non-drinkers. Like one of the other times we went before, like, and I didn't see this opportunity. Like we did shot skis, um, which is fun, but I didn't see a booth that was doing anything. We didn't really like go that. up on the deck this time. Yeah. So, and maybe they were doing something up there like that. But if you don't know what that is, um, they actually put, shot glasses on a ski and then they put Jaeger. There'll be like four or five of them lined up and then they line up. And, and then, then you you all stand in a line and then you all pick up the ski and take a shot. So my experience with that is actually really pretty <laughs> funny because I'm super short. Like like extraordinarily short. Like sub five foot. Yeah. Like like so, people just don't don't think about it when they're doing stuff like that. But they put me with a bunch of like not tall women, but like but probably like five ten ish. Like that's pretty tall. I mean, that's no, I don't think like, they were five ten. I think they were like five six, five, five, six, five eight. So like that's normal still way tall for a woman, but like fairly tall. And nobody really thought about it. And so I didn't actually do a shot ski. She got, she oh, got a shot kind of poured so on. Her. When yeah, I, went, I got when a I, shot to the face. When, when I've been I to the Park City one, that kind of stuff is what they what they're doing. And they Park have City. done that at Snowbird, and they may do that at Snowbird. And it may have been like something that they had to kind of stop for COVID, and they haven't quite gotten back into the swing of it yet. Like because you're just standing next to a bunch of people, and so I will give you. Um, I'll give you my impression. I did get a Peruvian sweater. Oh, so yeah. did Jonathan. Jonathan got his. And they're very nice. And they're actually from Peru. Like he's they want it to school. Already. It's alpaca. <laughs> it's yeah, alpaca. It's alpaca. Wool. And and it's very soft and very nice. And we actually got a piece of German chocolate cake, which is my favorite cake, the first cake that Chris ever made me when we were dating, um, and it was absolutely delicious. Okay, so I'm going to give you my opinion. I've been to Oktoberfest quite a few times over the years, um, and it has gotten progressively less interesting. Um, and I think Julia actually probably said it the best. It is an event for you to go hang out with your friends and have beers. Um, Oktoberfest is just kind of a giant party in the middle of the afternoon. There are a lot of beer vendors. There are a lot of beers flowing. Um, now, if you're a performer... Then it's kind of fun. Like you're up on the stage and you're in your costume yeah, and people come I'm, to I'm watch you. I'm talking about but... for everyday Joes, though. I'm not talking about for the performers that are going up there and doing a special performance, which I think is awesome. They played the chicken dance. And I, they play the fucking chicken dance every 20 minutes <laughs> up there. Um, it was beautiful. Our chicken, our chicken <clears throat> dance video got 10,000 views. It did. Yeah, it's 
Me. But the one that I compiled of all of, uh, of you guys drinking and stuff got a hundred views. Yeah, <laughs> I got to well. repost that one. So anyway, um, so Oktoberfest. If you are not a beer drinker, I'm not saying you have to be to go, but if you're not a beer drinker and you just want to go up there and experience it, it's fine. I wouldn't go up. Probably. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna spend a couple hours. I would go up for the desserts, and I would eat out of the um, the the. the Vending. I, I would go the to outside stuff, not the. I would go inside <laughs> to the lodge and eat at one oh, of yeah. Snowbird's restaurants. Snowbird's restaurants are amazing, but it's not going to be German food. You're right, but it'll be good food, <laughs> and it'll probably be about the I same. Shamed cost. Julia from going to the Traeger barbecue because I was it's like, fine. you're at you're at Oktoberfest. So here's the deal. Like I said, I didn't even know what that was going to be. Walking up to it, the flea market that's there is crap. It is. It's a flea market. Yeah. It is. It is mostly trash vendors. Um, not all of them, but a lot of them. There, there are some vendors. A lot that, of them were people I saw at Westfest that all closed down early because no one wanted their crap. There are some people that are selling. I mean, you can tell. It's like you go in and they have a mix of everything. They've probably bought pallets of like returns and they're fucking hawking that shit at festivals and stuff i mean some of them, there was like there was a tent that had um a guy that like had a bunch of really cool wood stuff that he'd clearly so, made and yeah some some of the vendors are going to be akin to artisans that you would see at say the farmer's market mm-hmm. and some of them are vendors that very specifically come to snowbird with oktoberfest there were style like wares. two Germany ones and they were pretty cool. But there's probably only 20 vendors there total. Like there's really not that many. Yeah. Most of the tent space where the vendors are is actually tables for people to hang out, sit down. Yeah, there's a whole and bunch enjoy of beer gardens. gardens. Um, and so th- I wouldn't go there with the intent to shop because there's not that much to buy. Um, but you're going to spend a lot of money on beer and food. You'll get nice souvenir mugs. Um, the beers are really good. There's a mm-hmm. lot of really good local brews that are made specifically for this time of year. Um, whether it's pumpkin ale or like Bohemian's Oktoberfest, I absolutely love that beer. You can only get it this time of year. Uh, yep. And they have do have very traditional German style beers, uh, much darker lagers and stuff like that as well. I did notice no one around us was buying the shock top, so that's good. Yeah, nothing God. wrong with shock top, but if you're going to this, don't get shock top. Yeah. Get yeah, if you're gonna pay twelve dollars <laughs> for a beer or more, don't don't buy the thing that you can get for a dollar fifty at the. Yeah, gas so station. I got the I got the pumpkin because it's seasonal. It's made by Uwinta. It's one of my favorites. It, 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 you can only get this time of year. And then which one did you get? You got the Oct- the Bohemians Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. So same thing, a seasonal. Yeah, if you're gonna go get a seasonal, and I did find out. They mentioned it while we were there, but then I looked it up after. If you take any of the older mugs, you get like half, it's like half the cost. So if you they just a, do it as a refill. Yeah, it's a refill. So if you, yeah. if you take a mug from a previous year, they'll let you. Yeah, they don't care. Um, so anyway, that, that is a part. So if you are a beer drinker and you want to go hang out with your friends and if you're in your mid twenties, it's probably a great afternoon activity because it just costs you the cost of parking to go up there. And which whenever is you spend $10. Beer, yeah. yeah. Um, 30 if you want valet. Which, honestly, if you go up anytime after like 1130 or like 1130, We were there the minute it opened. I mean, it opened before that. Wow. but We were there literally it, the minute it opened. If, if, if you are there anytime after like 1230, it's going to be a bitch to try and find parking yeah. and valet might actually be worth it. Or take the shuttle up. Um, as it, 
so the other thing that you, we didn't really spend a lot of time, but in the big tent where you eat, there is a ton of entertainment that mm-hmm. goes on. It is a lot of people that, that prep and they do dances and they play, you know, traditional, uh, style instruments like accordions and the stupid horn things. And, and they do blow the big, the horn things, horn things the, on the side of the mountain, like the alpine horns. Yeah. A couple times a day and it's on the schedule. You can look at and see, but. So the performances are great, but the, the regular band that they have playing, they play the chicken song, the stupid chicken dance, like every 20 minutes. I only heard it once. They, yeah, because you didn't listen. They played it three times while we were there. <laughs> three times while we were at the festival, I heard that song. Okay. Including the once that we were in the, in the tent. I was gonna say, I only heard it the once in the tent. That was the only time I was listening to the music, though. Yeah, it's, I, I hate that song. So when we got there, it wasn't very full. When we came out of the food tent, it was Holy crap. It was like it was Disneyland. Yeah. So like I said, you want to get there right when it opens because the later yeah, I you think go, Chris and I were like 10 and 11 or something walking through the gate like it was there were a lot of people there before us still we got there we got there like right at 11 on the dot or um, no, 12 12 on the dot yeah uh, and it wasn't too bad but how long were there about an hour and a half about an hour and a half yeah two oh, hours when we left the parking lots were full packed. people were parking people were walking like a mile down the road there was a there was a person that tried to give us a ride because I think they wanted our spot yeah she's like you want to ride down to your car and I was like, nah, like good, no man. I'm fine but thanks um, but the entertainment is, it's festive and it's fun, um, especially if you interact with them. But, you know, it, it, you sit and you see it for 20 minutes. And if you sit for another 20 minutes, you're going to see the same shit. I guarantee it. Cause I've done that. And that's what you see. The f- but you can look up the schedules online too. If there's like a, a, a band, a friend's band or something that, you know, was playing up there or just kind of look around and maybe something will strike you as, as entertaining and you can plan your visit around that performance. Mm-hmm. The food is not good. I'm sorry. I wish we'd stayed to see the horn playing thing on the mountain, but we did not want to wait another hour and a half. The the food is not good, in my opinion. The pretzel was really good. Um, the the pretzel tasted like a soft pretzel, maybe slightly better, like one from a um Costco. I was going to say like one from the state fair or from yeah. It was definitely more. It it, it wasn't like a. It wasn't a. It wasn't a super pretzel. It wasn't overcooked. It tasted like a fresher pretzel, but it wasn't. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't like again. If you want a really amazing pretzel, go to the Bohemian. They make oh yeah outstanding. It's the size of a plate. It's huge. It's bigger than your head, but. Um, you know, the, so the food's not great. Part of that is because they are producing food for so many people. The price of the food is astronomical. Oh yeah, a bratwurst thirty bucks for it, my meal. It's it's worse than going to the stadium. A bratwurst is like what do we got? A bratwurst. And bratwurst a, was twelve seventy. A bratwurst with a pretzel bun and a slice of German chocolate That's an cake, extra and it bucks. was forty bucks. Yeah, I was spent ninety. Yeah, and and. The food's not worth that. It's not even close to worth that. And I would recommend, unless you have a real hankering for schnitzel or bratwurst while you're there and you don't want to wait until you get back down in the valley. It's not just get yourself like a gingerbread cookie and then go get lunch somewhere else. Yeah. like don't, You should eat while you're drinking, but probably not there. And like I said, go visit one of the Snowbird restaurants because they're great. Um, and you can still go in the tent and have a good time. Um, so that's that's my opinion. Now, that being said. We did not do what you probably should do. If you're going to plan a trip up to Snowbird, even during Oktoberfest, you should plan to get one of their, like, I think they call it the Mountain Adventure Pass or something, but they have uh, Alpine. Snowbird has all of this crap you can so do. So they've got an Alpine slide. So that's like a, basically a luge on track. So they, that's fun. They stick you up at the top. 
uh, you you roll down on a cart, and then they send the cart back up, and you go back up to the top, and you roll back down on the cart, and it's got a handbrake, and so it's a lot of fun. They also have a mountain coaster. The mountain coaster is up freaking blast which um is a little bit different you're in a different kind of car and you're on an actual like roller coaster like track. type track but it's it's just you yeah and so that's a lot of fun and mount- you control it with like a there's like a brake thing or whatever that you can control with. so the mountain coaster's cool they have yeah. like a the the tram and the lift are open so you can mm-hmm. ride the, the, the tram. Closed oh. tram they don't they, not the lift is not open the tram is open oh i thought the well, i saw the lift going but yeah, i don't think the ski lifts actually Maybe take not. people up but you can oh. take the tram the tram um, which, you know, as many times as I've been to Snowbird over the years, just leave the dog alone. Who cares? <laughs> She's just going to get food that's getting left know, at the door. Um, the, the, uh, the tram, as many years as I've been to Snowbird, I've never noticed the tram engine room. Yeah. And so they actually have, so over by one of the bathrooms in that lodge there, they have a big old glass wall, and apparently it looks like one of the bars actually has a glass wall in it as well, where you can see the tram engine room, and they have like a mm. display case. I took a picture of it that's got like the braided the braided steel cables they use for the trams, and how much they weigh, and how many feet they are, and everything else. And it's just really cool to see the engine room. Yeah, I've it's, never seen it's it. It's right there on the like the main level when you go in um, by the bathrooms. So it's kind of cool, but we um. Uh, one of the other things I like to do when I'm up at Snowbird, it, besides that, is they have like a rock climbing wall. They have, um, like a, a thing that you can like put a harness on and jump off of. Oh, kind of like a uh, sore repelling or? Uh, like no, a you literally jumping. just like jump off of a thing, but oh, you're cool. like on a harness. It's kind of cool. Um, but they have like a ropes course that you can do. Um, they have like a, uh, one of those big giant, trampoline there's like i think three or four trampolines that you get put in a harness so you can jump like super high and do flips and stuff like that um and that that is part of the mountain pass that i think chris was talking about and that's a lot of fun and that is not just during oktoberfest i can go Um, up that go up all summer and do that stuff and so if you're gonna go up for oktoberfest like it would be like to plan to do that would give you more than yeah. just like sitting around drinking or something like you could maybe go up and do that uh, first and then kind of maybe end your day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 No, I agree. If you did more of that, we we, we went just for Oktoberfest to experience all that is right. Oktoberfest. Yeah. <laughs> but I would recommend that if you're going to go up to Snowbird. But if you're going to do the Snowbird one, just like if you're in Park City, I'm sure like some of the shops and stuff are open that are open all the yeah. time um, that aren't necessarily just open for Oktoberfest. Well, and if but... you're going with the family, which there's nothing, I mean... You can go to the Oktoberfest. It's fine for families. It's not like it's no. just, Yeah, it's a family event. There's tons of kids there. There's like, there. they had, um, what's that beanbag? Test? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Cornhole, cornhole, cornhole contest. And, like they have, for the chicken dance, they pull little kids up onto the stage to, to do the chicken dance. And, but I, I would agree. If you're gonna, if you're gonna spend the money and if you're gonna go up, make a, Make a, at least a, a half day out of it and plan on doing the snowbird stuff yeah. along with it. And the tram's really cool. If you've mm-hmm. never gone on the snowbird tram, go up to the top because on the opposite side of... So when you get to the top, there's a summit. There's a really cool thing, which is snowbird has put in moving walkways and an underground tunnel like that goes through the mountain to go onto the other side of the mountain, which takes you into American Fort Canyon. Yep. And you can see it from... 
from the from the snowbird side if you go up into the little lodge thing. Which, by the way, snowbird is kind of one of the Utah, not exactly secrets, but kind of. That's where the locals go. Because all of the out of out of staters all want to go to Park City, which is not as great of a resort, honestly. Mm-hmm. As, as Snowbird. And so Snowbird is where the locals go. I mean, yeah, and and when you get up to the top, you so on the tram at the very top of the tram too, because you can walk down too if you want. Um, but if you get up to the very top, you get up there and you can see um, the whole other canyon, and you've got mm-hmm. amazing views from up there. They're just out of this world, amazing. So anyway, I would recommend going if you've never been. It's it's yeah. an experience. Yeah, if you've um, never been. Uh, of or the if two, you really enjoy beer and you just want to kind of hang out for a little bit. And- of the two, I personally prefer Park Cities, but once again, just for Oktoberfest itself. Just because uh, Park City is much bigger. It's got a lot more space, a lot more room. Because it's a one-day event or a one-weekend event. And a lot more seven. going on. Um, but yeah, snowbirds you can catch for multiple weekends so there's a lot more opportunity to go to that one uh but yeah if you if you incorporate the snowbird stuff with it i think you'd have a more enjoyable time Mm -hmm. yeah for sure for sure so anyway hopefully you guys uh got something out of that um you know not all of our adventures are good adventures we've been very (laughs) i mean this one wasn't a bad one it wasn't like it was the uh i think julia's assessment of a six out of ten is probably a little generous i'd probably be even kill at a five um, but it's not, I don't think it's terrible. Um, uh, if you've never been. For being a free event. It. Yeah, like, exactly. Not? It's free. Uh, it's right. 100%. If I had to pay money to get in, then that'd be totally different. It's 100% free for you to go up there and experience. And they do a really good job. They have free rides down the canyon into home because they don't want people driving drunk. Yeah. Um, so they do a good job. Yeah. Of, so if you don't uh, want to spend a dime, then just park at the bottom and take the bus. And it comes up every like 10 minutes. Yeah. Or apparently you just running. take your wife. There's a few like yeah. Jeremy and Kristen. Or you take your wife and you have a 32 ounce beer that actually ends up being a liter because you get the anniversary mug that's slightly bigger. <laughs> and then you drink that whole beer and you're kind of wanting another, but you know you shouldn't because you're going to have to drive. And then you realize. And then you go to get into the car and you're like, yeah. Like, nah, you should just drive. Like, I don't even want to risk it because I, I think I would have probably been okay after. But, a few but you are on like the curvy stuff. Like, that's that's just going to exacerbate like, nah, anything. I'll just let her drive. Uh, I've been day drinking now. So uh, anyway, yeah, it was good Plus stuff. Plus, when I drive, I get to listen to my music. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else this week. Yeah, I, think that, ex- I think I'm excited for our uh, November adventure that we just October, October's. I mean, our October adventure <laughs> yeah, the that adventure, we just worked out. I think the adventure next month is going to be really freaking cool. Yeah, uh, I hope so anyway. Super excited for it. It is a very uniquely Utah thing. It, it's extremely it's unique. It's not Utah, but it's very Utah. And, and uh, we'll talk about, we've, we've talked about it. It's kind of strange how Utah has like adapted so many things that aren't Utah, yeah. but they've I, become very iconic for so us. So hopefully that's a good teaser for you. Because uh, we're not going to reveal it. Um, you guys will have to listen in a moment. I'm actually so. excited for our guest next week, too. I uh, haven't gotten a, a firm like confirmation this last week, but I just barely emailed her again today. So. I have no idea who it is. I do. I'll find out on, uh, you know, whenever. But I, on Tuesday when you're making Tuesday. notes? <laughs> well, so I try to look ahead just so I can kind of prep. But by Tuesday morning, if I haven't done it, I'm looking and like... Hey, who the fuck is this person? What do they do? Like, where'd they come from? And sometimes no one knows. I'm like, oh boy, this might be, 
there's very few guests that disappoint us, though. I will say that. So really, honestly, and we, I know I've talked about it before, but in six and a half years, near nearly, nearly no every does. guest has yeah. been interesting, unique, or there there's been at least something about them. Well, and it's it's interesting, like because I I think the most standoffish guests we've ever had on the show were the Summum folks. And I think it's because they've been burned before from people. And we knew that going in that they were really weary of having us come. Which I don't blame them about. But once they started talking to us and realized that, like, we just wanted to have that conversation, they opened right up and they were some of the most fascinating I, guests. Yeah, that's definitely, had. like, somebody that I, the- when when we're recruiting i don't know when we're asking about things of me personally when i'm doing it i almost always mention them definitely at the top five of all time oh yeah i think so easily easily sim gills in the top five for me too yeah i think so i'm I'm a big fan of having been able to talk to him so many times on the air so um well hopefully you guys like stuff and um give us a, a share that's what really helps us if you share us with people whether you like it or not um, and then uh, follow us on social media at TNU Podcast. Um, you can go to our website, thenewutah.com. Um, I need to look at that now after our experiment and see uh, how things are faring. Um, and then experiment? We, of not blogging for oh, a month or yeah. two and seeing what the traffic I, looks like. I feel like. like I might have an idea for that that I want to run past you, but I would have to learn how to use the website. So I can teach it. It's not hard. I know. Uh, Julia, just pick one. Just pick it. What you got? You have a tight ass. Loosen the fuck up, control freaks. Don't get laid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that applies to any of us, but if it's ringing true to you. I don't do butt stuff, so. Maybe that's for one of our listeners out there. You have a tight ass. Like, don't. Is that a compliment? You have a tight ass. Don't get laid. Like, is your ass too tight to be laid? Like, I don't understand. Because personally, for me, I'd like to get laid. Like, that's a, that's a goal on a, Pretty much daily Don't basis. Most people want a tight ass, though. Isn't yeah, that's that what like, I thought. That's what you well, go to the gym nice for. Ass. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> enjoy Halloween season because it's here. Uh, decorate your houses because all you fuckers in Utah like to spend more on Halloween than any other holiday. And uh, have a good week. Bye.